Welcome to From the VC's Bookshelf, a podcast from TBR, the College System of Tennessee, the state's largest higher education system. In this series, we examine how we might re-envision the work we do and how we work together as we move into a post-pandemic world. Please join our host, Dr. Heidi Lemming, Vice Chancellor for Student Success, as she leads a live discussion with industry experts and leaders throughout our system. I'm excited to have our finalists for the Community College Student of the Year with me today. Uh, have a little conversation, get to know our finalists better. Uh, for our listeners that aren't familiar with our SOAR Awards, they're called, it stands for Statewide Outstanding Achievement Awards and Recognition. And it's a celebration that recognizes individuals who have been nominated by their institutions as being among the best of the best in the categories of faculty, staff, and students. And this year's finalists went through an initial interview process where they were selected as a regional winner and then moved on to our final statewide competition, which they just completed yesterday. In this podcast series, I'll be showcasing the regional award winners in an interview so that listeners can learn more about the faculty, staff, and student finalists from across the TBR system. It's my hope that by learning more about the regional finalists, listeners will get a sense of the amazing stories and backgrounds of the individuals who work and learn at our institutions. So with that, our finalists for students at Community College have had a little time to hang out and get to know each other. So this is going to be a conversation more than anything. Um, But for our listeners, uh, start at the beginning. Give your name, your school, what you're studying, maybe something interesting about yourselves for our listeners. And then uh, we'll see where the conversation takes us. Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah Thayer. I currently go to Nashville State on Whitebridge Road. I'm currently studying business management. I also work at, with Nations Ministry um, in an after-school program at Croft Middle School. Great. Thanks for being here. Thank you. My name is Elaine Mooney. I attend school at Jackson State Community College. I am getting my degree in psychology with a focus on cognitive neuroscience, and I intend to transfer to University of Memphis in the fall. I think something interesting about me is that I've also had the opportunity to serve as an international Study abroad. Yes, international yeah. ambassador scholar. There you go. The words. <laughs> um, I've had the opportunity to serve as an international ambassador scholar and represent our school and our community. I participated in the Tenses Greece program last summer, and I intend to participate again in the France program this summer. That's great. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Erin. Hi, um, I'm Erin Russell. I attend Pellissippi State Community College on their Hardin Valley campus. Um, I am the student government president this this semester. Um, I'm graduating with an associates in science, and I look to transfer to UT and study soil science. I am a non-traditional student. I'm a single mom to two really awesome kids. I am a combat veteran, and I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you, Erin, and thank you for your service. It was my pleasure. Yeah. Um, So one of the things that I think our listeners would be interested in hearing is just about your experience uh, of being a student, um, you know, where you came from that led you to the community college even. Um, So think about maybe um, this in the context of, you know, why you are where you are and and who led you there, maybe who supported you to get um, to where you are today. Anybody want to start? I can talk about one of the most important people I've met since okay. starting school. Yeah. Um, his name is Dr. Matt Spraker, and he was the director of our student engagement 
section. And he's since left us. He did find his dream job. We're really, really happy for him, but we sure miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, he is really important to me because he is the first person that believed in me in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, having somebody say, I see something in you can really make a world of difference. Um, didn't know I needed it. I started out thinking like, oh, this, I, I don't, I don't know what this experience is going to be like. Didn't have much confidence in myself at the time. Um, getting with him has opened so many doors. He encouraged me to join student government. He encouraged me to participate in the Tennessee Intercollegiate State Legislature. And that was an incredibly um, life-changing experience. Uh, just just having having that experience of practicing how laws are made. Sure. You know, even even though I'm a little older than the, the general student, I don't think that any kind of law or the process in which we make it was um, as intense and so close as it is. Like, we can really make change. Like, we can make the change. It's not just folks that that work here in Nashville, mm-hmm. you and I can come up with a great idea and we can implement change that helps our state. Yeah. Um, Matt, uh, Matt was just, he was, he was a great guy. He, he has really touched a lot of students, the encouragement. He's an amazing human. Like you get lucky when you come across people like that Yeah. and he's left an imprint. People feel really good about themselves after spending some time with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I know you all have similar stories, probably, people at the institution. Elaine? I do. I struggle with this question because yeah. I have so many individuals that I, I can think know, of. I know, I know. It's hard to pick just one. Of course, I'd be remiss not to mention Dr. Mayo. She's also our West Regional Faculty of the Year finalist. She was one of the first individuals who saw something in me that I, like Aaron, I couldn't see in myself. I really lacked a lot of confidence. And coming back to or actually coming to school for the first time as a non-traditional student, I didn't feel capable or prepared. And I really thought that so many of my younger peers were going to be better prepared than I was. She encouraged me to take her class in Greece. And she and Dr. Esquivel, our global learning coordinator, helped me find additional scholarship opportunities and grants to apply for so that when I did have that experience, I literally didn't have to pay anything out of pocket for it. Mm -hmm. I think about my faculty advisor. I'm the president of the Multicultural Student Association, and Professor Keaton is one of the most amazing individuals I've ever had the opportunity to work with. I wish that everyone had a Professor Keaton. Our new dean for students, Dr. Morgan, he is such a remarkable person. You can tell he's got such a genuine care for all of our students. He has been so generous with his time and his mentorship for me that I can't imagine where I would be if it weren't for him. We recently, too, we also had two individuals who've moved on to bigger and better, like mm-hmm. Dr. Barron um, and Dominic Jackson. He was my my immediate supervisor as a peer mentor at school. Yeah. And, in fact, he's the one who nominated me for this award, and okay. it's something that I'm so grateful for. I don't know that I would have ever felt like I was worthy for it, but to know that someone saw something about me that was the deserving to be recognized alongside Dr. Mayo is humbling Mm -hmm. and I'm I don't know that I deserve it yeah but I'm so grateful for it yeah 
you shared with me also, not just faculty and staff, but support oh, staff. You oh want to share that story too? Yes. Okay. So this, this is my favorite individual at Jackson State. I call her Dr. Burley. She hasn't, she hasn't earned her doctorate yet, but I know she will. Mm-hmm. She's actually in her master's program right now. Yeah. She is a custodian at Jackson State and she serves with such dignity and such humility in a position I know that it's often easy to think less of mm-hmm. but she does it in such a way that you can't you can't think less of Dr. Burley she's incredible and she really loves our students uh, my first semester serving as a peer mentor and as a part of our student government association we were doing a fundraiser and we it was Valentine's Day so we were doing candy grams and it was towards the end of the evening we were getting ready to pack up for our table and Dr. Burley comes to the door and she's got a teddy bear and a heart-shaped box of candies and a rose. And she bought all of that out of her own pocket because she wanted a student to have that. Yeah. And I think that that is such a remarkable, generous gift. And I, I'm just humbled to have the opportunity to serve alongside her and hopefully pay back to our community the same thing that I've been afforded by it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a community effort to support our students, not just the faculty, not just an advisor, everyone at the institution. So I think that's a great story to share. I actually have an extra person if you want a second, because as you guys are talking about the many individuals that do have an impact, um, I I use one of the support services on our campus called TRIO, mm-hmm. and we have a really great office on our campus. Um, the ladies that work there, they care about the students so much and they they really put a lot of effort into making sure that students have access to what they need. Um, one of the ladies that works there is, she's probably my favorite person on campus too. She says she can't wait for me to graduate so that we can just be friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to it. Um, Connie has been amazing. She has supported she has supported me really well as a student, but how she has supported me as a person, mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. I think it's the folks that see me as like a whole person. I think they're the ones in our, in our schools that are making the biggest difference. Because yes, we're there to get an education, but for a lot of folks, that's where you're first starting how to learn how to have relationships with people or hey this is where I'm going to have to learn how to behave in a much more mature manner or I'm not going to be able to have the same reactions with folks you know you're you're learning how to live in another world um the folks that see us and help guide us they're so important and I know that I wouldn't be I wouldn't be as successful as I am without them um the folks that that just say, "Hey, how you doing?" or "I see what you're doing," you know, that's great. Or if they just notice, like, mm, "You're a little off. You want to go for a walk?" Right. Do you need a minute? What can I do? Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. Well, I think everyone's looking for their place to belong, so that definitely makes you feel connected. Absolutely. Sarah, Absolutely. do you have somebody that you'd like to share has made an impact? Yes, uh, so by attending National State, um, it would be my success advisor, Megan Perez. So I um, 
graduated from Hillsborough High School in 2020, and uh, by that time, that's when COVID had hit. And so our graduation was like a drive-through. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really get to really celebrate as much as I wanted. Yeah. Um, and also just uh, assessing from where I was mentally, I decided that it was probably a great idea to, you know, not pursue college immediately right after graduating. Mm-hmm. And uh, that in itself was a big, huge choice for me to take, um, especially because uh, my mom, who has a master's degree, was definitely pushing for my education. Right. Um, and also, like, teachers who were so amazing at Hillsborough High School, uh, one of them noted uh, that if I do decide to take that gap year, it, it might mean for me that I might not come back. Right. Um, and statistically, that might be true. But I decided that that wasn't going to be the case. I really wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. I wanted to have something that is going to you know, drive me and push me and give me a, a certain passion that I can always feel like has my back in a way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like I had that at the, at the time. Uh, and so what I decided to do is to get a job. I worked at McDonald's for around a year and a half. Uh, in seven months, I made it to a manager position. I was really proud of myself, and I realized, like, hey, this might be something I want to do. I really want to have my own business one day. And so I was ready to go back to college, and uh, right then and there, I realized I wasn't prepared as most as other students amongst me. And so that was really challenging, um, having to come back to uh, that setting in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, also balancing work life and school life together was a big fear of mine. Right. Um, You know, working full time, that's all I've known. Mm -hmm. And so uh, by going to Nashville State, uh, I really chose it in the beginning just because it was closer. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but then I realized, like, I really love this college. Um, I love how flexible it is. Um, The support system there is amazing. But really the most person that inspired me or kept pushing me was my uh, advisor, Megan. She she would meet with me every semester, make sure that I'm doing a great job. Um, and even beyond that, I never felt nervous to be myself around her or to be completely honest. And I think that's the most important thing. Like, you can always communicate, but sometimes you miss the fact that you can just be yourself while you're communicating. And so I would just tell her, like, this is what my passion is, this is what I really want to do. And through her, I, you know, signed up for an internship in the summer. Um, she also was the person who, you know, put me in this competition, which I'm so grateful for that she saw that in me. Um, and uh, she recently got a new job, and I'm so happy for her. Although I'm going to miss her. Yeah. Um, would have loved to finish college with her being there. But, um, yeah, she's definitely one of the persons that has really, like, been there for me. And sometimes it's easy to doubt yourself when you're going through tough times and things around you're not going as as good as you want them to be but having right. someone there to really see you make it to the finish line and they're cheering you on that's all that matters yeah so one of the things that's a common theme among all three of you is that you were engaged on campus you got really the most you're, g- you're getting the most out of your education right by um, exploring other opportunities so We've got the internship example. We've got the study abroad example. We've got student government and getting engaged in a student organization. Um, So if you were talking to an eighth grader um, about kind of options moving forward for their education, or even, let's say, a a student coming in fresh as a freshman, first semester, um, what are the, the kinds of pieces of advice that you would give to them about how to make the most of their experience? Um, 
The first big one, learn time management. Set a schedule. You've got to be really good with time management. Yeah. And if you're not, you need to figure out how. Yeah. Um, and guarantee there is a few people at every institution <laughs> that's going to teach you or set you in the right direction. Like, oh, guess what? If you learn really well by reading, go to this website. If you need someone to tell you, go check this video out. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would talk about all the fun stuff. I would talk about how, oh, have you been skiing before? You haven't? Let's go to Obergatlinburg. We'll take you. You're going to go skiing. It'll be fun. Um, I would talk to them about joining a group if you're really into video games we've got a club that has um virtual reality events mm -hmm. uh you like legos we have a lego team mm -hmm. um, are you into debate we have a fantastic speech and debate team um, there's so many things in between classes we offer um, events like brunch with brushes um, everybody gets a little little easel you sit out there you paint have a little snack go to your class uh valentine's day we had a kissing booth with puppies so folks could come up and and get kisses in between class from from the dogs i would really just tell them there's more to go into college than there is to just showing up to a class yeah and some of those out of they sound like a lot of fun but if you think about it it's also like good for you mentally oh, <laughs> right absolutely. Uh, socially to have some other things going on yes. other than just and, we all and, need a little break and yeah. getting, getting connected with your peers too you yeah. know because maybe a lot of folks know each other because they're local but um you know get a bunch of people with a bunch of dogs you're gonna start laughing with each other sure you know it's a connection it's, yes you're right. you're really getting a lot out of it yeah it's good elaine I think the first thing I would want to let all of our incoming students know is I am so proud of you. It takes a lot of courage to come to school. Please be mindful to balance that because it also takes a lot of humility to learn. Mm -hmm. I think the maybe the biggest thing that I would want to really follow up on beyond just getting involved, it's okay to ask for help. Everybody there really wants to see you succeed. Mm -hmm. There are tons of resources. You won't ever get connected to them if you don't let someone know you need them. Right. So please don't hesitate. Beyond just getting involved, I think on top of building that community engagement and that campus life, it's so easy to kind of be your own worst enemy. Maybe you're very shy or you don't think that you're going to do well. I remember my first semester, I was working full-time. I was a full-time student. I went to my first club meeting. I... I was very nervous. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe I can be the secretary. Now I'm the president of that club. I love that club. And we've actually been able to grow that club almost three times over in just three semesters. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, we had to expand our e-board to include new um, roles so that we could ensure everybody who wanted a leadership uh, position had an opportunity for that. That's a huge success. And yeah. I love seeing other students get that opportunity to go for it. Don't hold yourself back. You yeah. can do so much more than you maybe realize at this time. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you have some success, you'll find that you can just keep keep on rolling, keep it, keep that momentum going. Yeah, that's great. Sarah? Um, my advice would be get involved, whether that means uh, asking questions and being curious, looking out for different opportunities, or putting yourself out there. Um, 
especially as a student that, you know, didn't jump into college immediately after, uh, it was easy to feel like I was alone in the process or I didn't know where things, you know, how things went. And it was a lot of fear that was in me that I didn't know how to deal with. And I think also more with that, I was struggling mentally. It could definitely take like a mental toll on you. And so I would also suggest that you take care of you first. Um, you're not just a student. You're more than that. You are also a brother or sister. You're also, uh, you know, a husband or you know, whatever it is, a role that you play or a mother. Um, and so always take care of yourself. I think, like, I learned that the most by watching my mother. She, you know, she also goes to Nashville State with me, which I'm so proud of her. She never let her age, you know, um, set her back. And so seeing her, she's one to you know, put in the effort. She works a full-time job. She goes to college full-time. It it just inspires me, and uh, having that role model is also great, but more important, more importantly, is that she's willing to do whatever it takes, um, and so with that, I wish she took more breaks and really took care of herself, and that's something that I think is really important for our generation to really, like, learn about is that it's more, it's more about you at the end of the day. If you don't have the energy, you can take a break. It's not the end of the world. Um, you miss an assignment, you can always make it up. Uh, I think professors are willing to always understand a situation like that. And um, yeah, I think like really advocate for yourself. Yeah. One of the things I appreciate about your story, Sarah, is you recognize the fact that you were burned out after high school. And just for you, that wasn't the best fit to go straight into college. You needed some time to get out and work. And the other finalists, you had work experience as well before you came back. So all of us take a different path. Mm -hmm. um, but knowing that going into that decision, you knew the risks were high, right? That it was going to be harder to come back. So you motivated yourself to not to be that statistic, right? Yeah, and, definitely. And come back. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's an excellent story because there's so many, particularly during COVID, who did not go on to college. Um, and that's nationally, not just in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And so how do we get those students to think about coming back instead of just working? And I mean, certainly some of us have had jobs where we're like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. <laughs> and so that pushes yeah. you back, right? Um, but if you don't have that, just know that, you know, you're, this is a lifelong process and we might make career choices, um, changes later on in life yeah. or whatever that might be. And, and don't be discouraged. If you're not successful, don't be discouraged. Like try again. Maybe you maybe you chose something that you you feel like ooh, maybe I don't want to learn how to do. I don't know. I want to learn everything. So I'm not sure. <laughs> well, and you'd hate to pinpoint something right. that might yeah. turn somebody off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't get discouraged. Yeah. You try again. Well, everybody, I think, uh, is going to have failure. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about how you respond to that, right? Uh, failure can is sometimes just perceived as this negative word, but it's really, if you turn it into a learning opportunity, it can be a very positive thing yes. uh, in terms of like, okay, well, that didn't work. So what do I got to do to try the, something different so that mm -hmm. it works out for me now this time, right? Yes. And so I think, you know, as you get older in life, that's certainly something that you learn along the way. And so it happens to all of us. I also really appreciate the fact that you all are sharing stories about, um, how it's not just about what a college offers or what a faculty member offers, but you put yourselves into the process. You invested too, right? So it's a mutual relationship. It's not just showing up 
and expecting it's just going to all work out, right? Mm-hmm. Like you had to invest. I mean, that's clear in, in your responses today that yes. you've made that investment. Yes, I would, I would tell the students, you still have to put the work in. Mm-hmm. You've got to. But yeah. it's, it's also important to remember that like even there, there will be times where you won't feel like it, and that's why it's so important to have people around you that are your support system and also reminding yourself of what the end goal is. Because it's so easy to fall off sometimes. Like, it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone has different situations, and so that could be the case for you. But don't let that push you back. Um, and also, don't ever compare yourself to anyone else's success, because that is not your story. Your mm-hmm. story is written out for you. It's You just got to trust it. You just got to go for it. So Yeah. And you've all tried something a little bit different mm-hmm. this time around, like just stepping out of your comfort zone. I love the fact that you mentioned study abroad. A lot of people don't realize that our community colleges offer study abroad. It's not just a university thing. And for a community college student, that can be really impactful, thinking about, wow, I've never been on a plane or never left Tennessee, whatever it might be. But that's life-changing, too. So you can have these life-changing uh, events uh, in and outside the classroom as a community college student. So anything you want to add about your experiences abroad? As a woman who is in her 30s, I felt like I was very established as my own person. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. It's a life-changing experience. And I remember everybody telling me that beforehand, and I thought, nah. But when I came back from Greece, I found that I had so much more confidence that my humor was shining through in places where it normally hadn't before. I felt more comfortable with the person that I was. And I also think that it made me more aware of what it means to be a global citizen and what it means to serve back to my community, not just locally, not just in Tennessee, but internationally. And and to what degree that we're all in this together as people. Mm -hmm. Truly, it's, it's a humanity effort. And it's one of those things that is so deeply resonant with anyone's experience because we're all people. And it's one that I think I, I would hope that every student would have the opportunity or at least consider it, please. It is such a good experience. I made some lifelong friends there. I really enjoyed that. I actually got to interact with a premier Athenian street artist. He and I are, are interacting some as uh, through academic work. He is studying the effects of gentrification in the neighborhood that we stayed in in Athens. And I actually wrote about one of the pieces that I saw there. And unfortunately, it has been has been graffitied over quite a bit. He's a, um, he, he does, I guess it's, I wouldn't call it graffiti art. He's a street artist. So that definitely has helped you with your academic studies. You're making those connections between your experiences abroad and even when you come back, you're able to write about those experiences. And yes. So well, I think one thing too that I'd like to mention about that, um, my roommate, she, um, they were actually the president of, I guess it was called the Umbrella Club at Chattanooga State. And one of the events that they held every spring was a clothing swap between students. Mm. Getting the opportunity to find out how they were engaging with students there, how they were doing that, that's actually something that our current Human Rights Club is hoping to emulate at our campus. And so I think that having the opportunity to not only model leadership, but learn from others who are modeling leadership is such a remarkable opportunity Um, And to do that in a way that you're taking traditional learning outside of the classroom, you can find new ways to connect that to contextual things that are happening in a country, in a culture that you may not be familiar with, in a language that you may not understand, in ways that really do expand how you can 
make that information more memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it'll have a longer lasting impact on you. And I certainly know that experience has been tremendous for me. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you again for sitting down and talking with me today. Um, I think, again, your stories, hopefully others who are thinking about coming to college, maybe we're unsure, might you know be able to relate to something that you said. I think you know one of the most powerful things that we can offer is a peer-to-peer uh, mentorship. It's not just about the faculty to student, but you know, as peers, I think they listen to each other more than they do to those of us that are working there. So, mm-hmm. I, I think your stories um, will inspire folks to consider going to school, or if they're in college, sticking with it, yes. right? Yes, because you did, you are. Um, sticking with it currently. And um, again, congratulations for making it this far in the process. And I look forward to seeing who the winner is uh, later on tonight. And of course, our our listeners will know that by the time they listen to the podcast. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this edition of From the VC's Bookshelf, brought to you by TBR, the College System of Tennessee powering the state's economy and changing the lives of thousands of graduates starting successful careers each year. To learn more about upcoming book selections or to register to attend discussions live, visit tbr.edu bookshelf.